Sometimes people will say that cryptocurrencies are composable or that decentralized financial protocols should be thought of like money Legos. But what does this actually mean and why is composability so important for progress and innovation within cryptocurrency? That's the subject of today's video. Hey everyone and welcome back. This is the Part-Time Economist and in today's video we're talking all about composability. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you to think about something. Consider some of our greatest innovations, the things that have really changed your life. Maybe you think of your cell phone that allows you to communicate with anyone around the world, your computer that you work on, or your automobile that takes you wherever you need to go. And most people probably think of these as discrete individual objects, a cell phone, a computer, a car, but in reality, each of these innovations is built off previous innovations. Your cell phone wouldn't function in the way that it does without the internet, or obviously electricity, or even without the touch screen technology. And we could break it down even further by saying that the internet itself wouldn't function without RF signals and microchips to process those signals. So the point here is that all of these innovations that we have are really built on previous innovations. Specifically, they are composable. And composability, according to Wikipedia, is a system design that deals with the interrelation of components. In other words, what we're doing is we're making it easy for different pieces of the puzzle to interact with each other. Instead of just having the internet and touchscreen technology and electricity and microchips, we're combining that into something that is incredibly more functional than any of those things by themselves. So what does this mean with regards to cryptocurrency? Well, cryptocurrency is composable in that there are different layers of cryptocurrency that all work together to innovate um, in some ways that are not possible in the traditional financial system. So let's start off kind of with the base layer of cryptocurrency. We need a way to record and transfer value. We need to enable smart contracts, lending and borrowing. And as you see through each step, we get to more and more advanced financial principles, working our way up from simply recording how many tokens someone has to advanced lending. And I'll give you an example of how this works in reality. So imagine for a moment that we have the Ethereum blockchain. Now, this is a blockchain that supports smart contracts. Smart contracts are essentially a form of computer code that runs as long as certain conditions are met. So the Ethereum blockchain is like the framework. This enables smart contracts to be built and it provides its own native currency, ETH. So we have this blockchain that's running independent of a government in a decentralized way. And in and of itself, that is pretty cool. We can send ETH to people, we can perform these transactions, and we can write these smart contracts. But 
we've not really done anything advanced just yet. Well, the next step of composability is we take a program called Maker. And what Maker does is it allows us to lock Ethereum tokens ETH and to mint a stable coin that's valued at approximately $1. So we've taken this framework, the Ethereum blockchain, we've leveraged the ability to create programs to create an entirely new asset. And again, this is made possible because of the underlying blockchain that supports this. So now I don't just have this Ethereum token that can fluctuate wildly in price. I have a stable coin that maintains the value of approximately $1. Well, what can I do now that I have a stable valued asset? I can lend that asset. I don't want to make a loan to someone in a currency that loses 90% of its value or I don't want to borrow something that's going to appreciate 90% in value. But because I know that I will have to repay essentially a certain amount, I'm comfortable lending and borrowing. So now I have compound finance where I can lend and borrow the DAI stablecoin that was created from Maker that was created based on the Ethereum blockchain. So once I make these loans and I get the C tokens, what can I do with them? Well, I can hold them to earn interest or I can deposit them in liquidity protocols to earn LP rewards. So the point that I'm trying to make is there's different levels of cryptocurrency that stack on top of each other. And each of these builds upon the previous level. Um, there's some advanced composability that I did want to touch on just briefly. There's syntactic composability, which is essentially building and integrating things together. So kind of the example I gave you building on Ethereum, we're building different modules that can be plug and play interfaced that can work with each other. And that's pretty cool. But we also have something known as atomic composability. That's where these modules not only can be stacked on top of each other, but they can interact simultaneously. So I do a flash loan that borrows a cryptocurrency from one protocol, swaps it in another one, and then repays uh, that borrowed collateral all within the same transaction. So uh, flash loans are a topic for a different video, but I just thought it was important to show that it's not as simple as just building systems that work together, right? It's building systems that work together and can work together simultaneously. Now, why is composability so important to cryptocurrency? Keep in mind, that cryptocurrency has only been around for about since 2008, 2009, and the degree that it has innovated at far surpasses the traditional financial system because it it doesn't have to reinvent the same thing. It can grab from one place, plug that in somewhere else. There's a focus on open source code. That means I can read a computer program that I like how it works, but I want to make some changes, or I can modify it so that it will interact better with another program I'm developing. So it's easier to modify, test, and fork our code. There's a huge focus on cryptocurrency on innovation, right? So let's see what happens. And this can be good and bad, right? Um, on the good side, it does enable that innovation. But on the flip side, there's not a whole lot of regulation. Things can and do frequently go wrong. But because it's open source, we can see what was done wrong and how to fix it in the future. Now, I do want to be very clear that cryptocurrency decentralized finance is not by any stretch the only place that um, supports composability. 
we have APIs, right? So application programming interfaces. So if you have been to a website and it says, do you want to log in with Google, right? You don't have to create a new account on that website. You just log in with Google. That's essentially an API that pulls data from one place, uses it as your login somewhere else. Um, really anything that you think of on a day-to-day basis is composable. So cryptocurrency isn't specifically the only thing that's composable, but what it does so well is it's able to do this rapidly, specifically when we compare it to other financial systems, the traditional financial system. Look how slow that is to innovate because a lot of things in traditional finance, number one, are heavily regulated. And again, that can be for a very good reason. I'm not saying that we should just get rid of all regulations, but it does mean that crypto can change and adapt faster. On top of that, much of traditional finance is closed source. It's proprietary data. It's proprietary programs. So if I see something that one bank is doing, I can't just copy their code, right? I have to try to develop my own system. So because cryptocurrency, everyone is borrowing and sharing ideas and mixing and matching, it enables a lot quicker growth and adaptability. So just to sum up the video, composability is all about taking pieces and fitting them together to build something bigger and better, which is why you will occasionally hear it referred to as money Legos, because we're using different programs to build a financial system. As with all of my videos, I'd like to thank you for watching, and I hope to see you next time.